Section 5 of Our Atomic World The Story of Atomic Energy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Wayne Cook. Our Atomic World The Story of Atomic Energy by C. Jackson Craven. The Alchemist's Dream Comes True and some particles have no electric charge. During the Middle Ages, the desire to find a way to convert a base metal like lead into gold was the outstanding incentive for research in chemistry. When the important role of the nucleus in determining the chemical properties of an atom became clear, and the natural transmutation accompanying radioactivity was understood, the fascinating idea occurred to many people that perhaps man would soon be able to alter the nucleus of a stable atom and thus deliberately convert one element into another. In a historic lecture delivered in Washington, D.C. in April 1914, Rutherford said, It is possible that the nucleus of an atom may be altered by direct collision of the nucleus with very swift electrons or atoms of helium, that is, beta or alpha particles, such as are ejected from radioactive matter. Under favorable conditions, these particles must pass very close to the nucleus and may either lead to a disruption of the nucleus or to a combination with it. World War I began shortly after Rutherford made the statement, and preoccupation with war work stopped his experiments with nuclei. In 1919, however, he published a paper describing what happens when alpha particles pass through nitrogen gas. Very fast protons, or hydrogen nuclei, appear to originate along the paths of the alpha particles. The following is from Rutherford's paper. If this be the case, we must conclude that the nitrogen atom is disintegrated under the intense forces developed in a close collision with a swift alpha particle, and that the hydrogen atom, which is liberated, formed a constituent part of the nitrogen nucleus. The result as a whole suggests that, if alpha particles or similar projectiles of still greater energy were available for experiment, we might expect to break down the nuclear structure of many of the lighter atoms. This prediction has certainly been verified through the use of the atomic artillery provided by extremely powerful particle accelerators, or atom smashers. Patrick Blackett in England and W.D. Harkins in the United States soon proved independently that, during the nuclear event reported by Rutherford in his 1919 paper, an alpha particle combines with a nitrogen nucleus and that the resulting unstable combination immediately emits a proton and ends up as one of the isotopes of oxygen. This was the first instance of deliberate transmutation of one stable chemical element into another. Since that time, practically every known element has been transmuted by bombardment. The dream of the alchemists has been partially fulfilled in that mercury has been changed into gold. We say, partially fulfilled, because the process is much too expensive to be economically profitable. Some particles have no electric charge. During the early 1920s, a number of investigators, 
including Harkins in the United States, Orme Masson in Australia, and Rutherford and his assistant, James Chadwick in England, seriously considered the possibility that a neutral particle might exist in nature, possibly formed by the very close association of a proton and an electron. However, strenuous efforts to produce such particles by combining protons and electrons were unsuccessful. During these years, the new technique of bombarding all kinds of matter with alpha particles to see what would happen was mightily exploited, and it gradually became clear that in a few instances a peculiar and highly penetrating kind of radiation was produced. In 1932, Chadwick succeeded in showing that the peculiar radiation must consist of a stream of particles, each weighing about the same as a proton, but having no electrical charge. The name neutron, for a possible neutral particle of this type, was suggested by Harkins in the United States in 1921. Much evidence now exists that the neutron is a fundamental particle in its own right, and that it should not be thought of merely as a particle formed by a very close association between a proton and an electron. The new particle discovered by Chadwick was destined to play a totally unexpected role, not only in the history of atomic science, but also in the fate of nations. It immediately outmoded a previous concept of the nucleus that pictured it as a cluster of protons approximately half of which were neutralized by electrons crowded into the nucleus. A nucleus is now thought of as containing just protons and neutrons. The neutron was also greeted by nuclear workers as a practically perfect kind of bullet. Unlike the charged alpha particles, uncharged neutrons can approach a charged nucleus completely unopposed. It is physically impossible for any kind of container to hold a swarm of free neutrons. They seep right through its walls. End of section 5